you're not here. We're, we are going solo right now without Rick. But. No, you know what's also weird is when we're going solo and we can't see ourselves on the computer you can't screen. can't see the screen. Yeah. We, we didn't even check cameras. Yeah, we did. We did? I checked them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I stay on stage all the time. Like, there are times that... What are you um, going to say? No, that, that me and you, like, the way I write material, like, things, uh-huh. things happen... And then oh, I, this I, morning was like the gym joke. Is that where your brain oh is going? Oh my gosh, dude! So it, this was one of those that I'm like, okay, how do I turn this into a, a, a stand-up bit? <laughs> it's like the fucking Twilight Zone. So <laughs> Renee's not feeling well. Okay, which by the way, again, you know, uh, um, learning as as a male uh-huh. living with a woman, having much more respect for women because oh, you guys okay. get so many UTIs all the time. <laughs> Thank right? you for telling them. So you're not feeling well. You're welcome. We share everything. Uh, but you're not feeling well. So Rick, I wish you were here so we so, could start over. We're not starting over. Why, why are you so, talking about this? But who cares? People get them. <laughs> so Renee's not feeling well this morning. I'm doing my usual Tuesday morning routine. Getting up, getting the kids ready, getting them out the door, doing my jujitsu exercise, our training from 9 to 10. And then uh, Renee comes in because, well, of course, Garrett forgot his lunchbox this morning for camp. So anyway, I come in and I'm like, uh, hey, Rick sent us a message that he's not going to be able to be here. We're going to run solo. Uh When do you want to do it? And then you were like, well, I don't feel well. And I go, well, I suggest that why don't you shower up, get ready, and we will go get some medicine for you and an IV I mean, we will do podcasting, and that way we're out of here sooner. No, that's not what you suggested at first. That is not. That's how what I suggested. suggested. Okay, finish talking. That's not how. That's not what happened. I said, feel better, shower up, podcast, and then that way we get to the doctor sooner okay. than later. And then Renee goes, "Well, I want to work out." And then I said, "Well, you know, you don't want to be dehydrated, and working out is probably not a good idea because you're going to sweat. It's hot. It's 100 degrees outside." I go, probably not it's a good idea. It's 106 degrees outside, I think. I go, I go, why don't we skip? I go, why don't we skip the workout and then do that? She's like, no, I want to work out. And I go, okay, I'm sorry to change the schedule. So I leave. And then two minutes later, I get a text message from her. Come here, can I talk to you? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I come over. She's like, can you just be patient with me? Because I don't feel well. And I said, yeah, I'm here to help. I got you. Then she goes, I want to skip my workout and go shower up and go do straight to the podcast that way we can then we can go to the doctor sooner i'm like is this the fucking twilight zone dude that's exactly what i suggested now do they get my version of the story please i would love to i would love to hear your version of the story my version of the story is i woke up well no i woke up fine but then all of a sudden i was like oh i am not good this is not this is not good this is bad and I took Garrett his, because he forgot his water bottle and his lunchbox. I went and I took it to him to camp and I stopped by CVS to try and get some stuff so I could feel better. And then I came and then once I got back home, I was like, oh, still trying to muscle through it. And I'm like, I'm going to keep my day going. I'm going to be normal. I'm going to exercise. Remember that joke I did about how long it takes her to tell stories? <laughs> this is one of those. <laughs> but then I was like, okay, no. First, I, you came in and you were like, "Cause we're, cause we're flying without Rick," 
And so we can podcast anytime. Well, we also have family here. Your sister is visiting. She's got her grandkids over at the house to hang out in the pool. We did not send Delilah to school today so that they could stay home and hang out. So there's all kinds of stuff going on at the house today. So when Rick says you can podcast whenever you want, then it's like a real free for all because it's like, well, what do you want to do it? And when can we get you to sit still? Because he does not sit still. So knowing so all anyway. this was going on, I said I would still like to try and get a workout in and then we'll get knocked the podcast out. And you said, okay, but you were annoyed because you were like, we can do it anytime. Why do you have to work out? Just shower and let's podcast, right? But I was like, well, you got your workout, so why can't I get my workout in? You got your hour in peace of sanity where nobody bothered you. Can I go on the bike for just a few minutes in all the chaos? That would be great. Well, I don't feel well enough to exercise. So then I called you back and I said, hey, can we just power through the podcast so I can get to the doctor? And you were like, yes, fine. You basically repeated exactly what I said. <laughs> no, I didn't. With not. more detail. <laughs> Yes, because women, yes. women don't leave, add the important details. There's leave no important details out. in that. What important detail did I leave out? Never, never did you suggest from the top that we should just podcast and go to the doctor. You wanted me to lay, you were like, take Advil and lay down in bed. And I was like, no, that is not going to help the situation no, no, that I have no, going no. on. I said, yes, you did say that. I, I, no, I said that as an option. I said, or oh, the other option is shower... Take some Advil if you if which is for inflammation, or take Tylenol or leave for pain and rest, and then we do the podcast. But working out is not the smartest thing to do when you're feeling ill. Yeah, but resting is so, not going to help. For so I also CGI. gave I, that I gave that as an alternate. Um, but you left option. out those important details. You were like pushing me to rest, and I was like, no. I, I was not pushing you to rest. I said we can either push, go ahead and shout anyway. See what happens. See what Renee likes to redirect. Anytime me and Renee argue, no. what happens is I go, "Hey, this no, is what happened." What happens and is then what? You what, see it your way. And then Renee. Usually incorrect. And then Renee starts to go, "Well, let me tell you all the shitty things that you do." And then before you know it, we are no longer talking about her. We are now talking about me. And I'm like, "Wait a minute, how do we get from?" We're talking about you and your UTI. We, I get them too. I don't. I don't know if I do. I don't think I get UTIs. Um, but anyway, my point is that it's like I got to write a joke about the fact that it's it's I brought you suggestions. You told me no. Uh -huh. And then you called me back and then you made it your idea. So when it's your idea, then it's a great idea. That is the point of this conversation. Okay. Okay. So I got to write a joke about that because it happened this morning and I'm like, oh, my God. You should write a joke about it's that. It's like the Steve. fucking Twilight Zone, dude. <laughs> I just said that. And then she calls me back to tell me what I just told her. It's so funny. You should write a joke about that. It's really funny. It's really funny. It is. You're laughing. You are laughing. I can tell it's funny because you're laughing and you fucking know, dude. Oh my gosh, this pod, this podcast. This podcast. Anyway, talk about your weekend. How was Cincinnati? Cincinnati is always great. It was cool. I mean, Mar you know, Mark. Um, Sandoval was there. I forget. It's, um, no, it's not. Cleveland is the one that has the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the cool downtown. Yeah, since he's a, a, a really great time. I mean, you know, but for me, it's it's like now I don't see much anymore because I'm flying in, showering, yeah. going to the shows, waking up, 
Yeah. And then doing two more shows. And then I don't sleep Saturday night. I just come home. So there's, there's really like Saturday during the day to do something. Yeah. What'd you do? And I went and watched, um, the flash. It was really good. Yeah. I really enjoyed it by myself watching the flash, just killing time. It was a beautiful day. I mean, I wanted to go see the Cincinnati Reds. They were playing at, at 3.30. Uh-huh. But I was like, man, if I do that, then by the time I get back... You cut it and, close to you know, the show. No it's downtime. cutting it close. But, it, I mean, it was fun because um, Mark Sandoval and Laura were there with, with um, Laura's sister uh-huh. and brother-in-law. So they happened to be in town. So they came out, got to see them, you know. And it's just, like, it's so cool, man, to, like, you know, to think about the little town that we grew up in. Yeah. And the fact that I see so many people from our little town... When you're out on the road. Um, out on the road. And Mark and I are close. I mean, Mark and I got real close when he was living in L.A. Yeah. Going to his, um, the USC, when he was going to graduate school for his um, job. And, and I just love their story. The way they met. And, you know, so, you know, unfortunately for Mark, he, he suffered a divorce. And then um, when he was in the Marines in, on Venice Beach... He thought, oh, I'm going to get a tattoo. You know okay. the story, right? I don't know if I know this story. I mean, I should. I'm sure I heard it at You'll one point, but I don't remember so, it. So when, when Mark decides, well, I want a tattoo, didn't know what he wanted, points at the wall and goes, put that on my arm. Oh, that's right. So yes, they no, put no, it on no. his arm. He just picked it randomly off the wall because he thought it looked cool. <laughs> and year- Which the story says so yes. much about Mark, too. Right. Years later, Mark's sitting at a bar, you know, shoulder out. Um, and then this girl comes up to me and she's like, oh my gosh, are you from Cleveland? And he's like, why would, no, I'm not from Cleveland. And she's like, so you're from Ohio. He's like, no, I'm not from Ohio. And she's like, oh, so your favorite team is the Cleveland Indians. He's like, I don't like the Cleveland Indians. She was like, well, why would you get a tattoo of the Cleveland Indian mascot on your shoulder if you're not a fan? And he had no idea. Sparks a conversation with Laura and they end up happily married. Yeah. You know, isn't that crazy? Like yeah. when, No, that's such a cute, it's such a cute, funny story. That's kind of, that could be a good book. Is to have a good rom com? No, well, to have um, all these people kind of send in their random meeting. How they met? How they met, right? That's sweet. Yeah. What which, you know, I talk about all the time, man. Like th- th- we had a bachelorette party um second show Saturday, I think. And of course, I give her some attention, and you know, yeah, uh, were they all dressed in their matching had the gear, whole thing, and, and the, the, you the know, bride the, is in the bride white with thing, the veil, you know, little straw dicks, you know, <laughs> the, the whole thing, the whole thing, right? Um, but I asked her, I was like, "How did you meet your husband mm-hmm. online?" Everybody, Everybody nowadays, and do I you? don't, I don't want to sound like like the old guy, but I'm like, I really cannot understand. No, there's like. It, there is a, it's a generational thing too. You were like, if you like did not meet online, it kind of dates you. <laughs> it's, I mean, almost everybody I yeah, meet that's, that's younger, you go, how did you guys end up together? And they go, oh, well, online, online. Yeah. And it's like, wow, man. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess that's how it kind of works now, but I, I, it just, I don't know. I guess it sparks a conversation. I, you, I, you I don't know. I, I, don't I know. didn't, I, don't I know. didn't do the swipe left, you know, swipe right, but I don't know. But like, you know, road manager, Timmy, you know, he was like, man, he's like, I think he's like, I tried the online dating thing. He's like, it's terrible, you know, but, but Timmy's 50. So, you know, he's like, dude, it's freaking terrible. And it's super uncomfortable. And you meet in person and 
sometimes it most times it doesn't go well or yeah. or it's only about sex. Yeah, but you, you know. think but mm. you think of like our our nieces who are here visiting now who are like constantly glued to their All devices the or Garrett who like straight thing when he wakes up in the morning wants to go for that tablet like they Yeah, we have are, to fight them off of it. It's yep. a different way of communicating. It's crazy. And and now here's And they've grown up communicating that way. Yeah. This is a weird way for them right. to communicate. To sit down and have a cup of coffee and have a conversation with somebody and get to know them and yeah you know I, I don't know it's it's tough I mean and for us there was a, a we were familiar yeah you know so we were introduced by your dad as we <laughs> tell the story um, but there was something really familiar about us right away because we grew up in the same town yeah we have similar parents we you know so right away there was a I kind of knew I you that, but that still happens I mean I was at your high school graduation. I watched you do your speech. Yeah, but I I think that 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 still happens. That people sorry, I have the chills. That um, ah, I did that to you. Didn't people I? Um, talking about our love story. No, um, that people still meet, end up with people that they grew up with. Yeah, I think so. Well, or a mutual friend, or we met at a party because so and so. You know, Tim and Clarissa, which is a weird one. They met because they're cousin cousin uncles or were cousin cousins. What yeah. Do you call so them? my my this get complicated. <laughs> my cousin Kim married her husband. Her husband's sister was at the wedding. My other cousin Tim fell Bro, in love with the bride's cousin was also the at bride's the cousin was at the wedding. He fell in love with the groom's sister. There you go. And they got married because uh-huh. they met at the wedding. Yeah. Well, now their kids are also cousins but also have share aunt and uncles yeah yes correct uh, right that, that's crazy <laughs> there's a dude. lot of there's a lot of family crossing and it's not incestual but <laughs> almost not. but almost uh, but they met at a wedding yeah. you know um so here's here's the heartbreaking part of this weekend several years ago um i met a comedian Really great guy, a um, little older than me, really funny, but really smart. He's actually has a day job where he handles, he's a, um, an investment guy. Have I met him before? You... Yeah, you met him in Jacksonville. Okay. We all had drinks together in Jacksonville. Doug. Okay, yes. So Took he, me a second. I was like, Jacksonville, when were we in Jacksonville? So he, he, yes, he does comedy, but he also, he's also owns his own business and he handles people's retirements and finance. He does very, very well for himself. Yeah. Um, well, his wife did not survive cancer. And because he has another job, they basically told him like, hey, she has only several months to live. So he just cleared his schedule, right? He just said, all right, I don't know. I don't know what several months is, but yeah. I will be here for my, my wife and I will take care of her. And, and he did. He ended up literally having to take care of her as things got worse and worse and um well about three weeks ago she passed and he sent me a message and said man i have zero work lined up because i had canceled everything do you have anything for me and i said dude absolutely come work with me in in cincinnati and afterwards friday night afterwards we sat down at the bar and, and had our our drinks you know and and you just do they have kids no but you just see it on him. Like yeah. it, it's hard to explain. He's there and yeah. he's talking and he's hanging out. He's trying. But it, you just see it on him. And you know, at one point, 
I thought, man, I, I should say something, you know. Cause oh, because at that point you hadn't acknowledged. No, we had talked about or... it a little bit, but I'm like, here's a moment. We're having a drink together. Yeah. It's just me and him. Here's kind of a moment to just, you know, see if he, if, if he wants to talk about it, you know. Yeah. And, and I told him, I said, hey, man, I said, I, I, I just want to tell you that, you know. Uh, and, of course, I go, um, when, he first, when I first saw him on Friday, I go, are jokes off the table? And he's like, no, nah, no. Nah. He's like, you know, um, tell, you know, we can joke around about it. Yeah. Right? He's like, we're comedians. That's how we handle things. I was right? going to say it. it so like, we it had kind of, we had joked about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, been funny with each other. And at one point I was talking to you and I go, Ooh, I feel bad talking to my wife right now. And, you know, we had a laugh, you yeah. know? Um, but you know, here we are having a drink and I thought to myself, man, you know, I, I should be, I should try to be here for it, be there for him, yeah. you know? And, and I said, Hey man, I said, I'm here. I said, if you want to talk, I'm listening. You know, and he did. He, you know, he goes, man, he's like, I, he goes, it's, it's just terrible. He goes, I just, he's like, I miss her and it's, it's been rough. And he's like, I'm really trying to get over it, but I don't know if I can. And, yeah. you know, thank you for getting my mind off of it this weekend and blah, blah. And, and I said, man, you know, I said, dude, I said, you gotta, you know, you gotta get focused into something else. You know, I said, maybe. So uh, his wife, his wife was actually, she was, she was Japanese. And she was actually a um, uh, third degree black belt wow. in a martial art. Holy cow. And, and he, for quite some time, it's the Korean version of jujitsu, but, I, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, but him, for quite some time, he said that he got all the way up to, to blue belt where I'm at now, and then he just mm -hmm. stopped. And, and at that point, I suggested, I said, well, man, maybe like really dive deep into getting back into a martial art, getting healthy, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I just stopped. And I said, I go, dude, I go, I don't think I know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> I, go, I go, I'm sorry. I go, I, I, I don't know what to say. Yeah. I go, I really, I go, I go, Doug, I, I, I honestly have no fucking clue what to say. I go, and I have no fucking clue what you're feeling or what you're going through. And I said, I'm sorry. Yeah. I go, I have nothing to say to you. And he goes, no, 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 no. He goes, this is great, and I appreciate talking about it. And he goes, it helps to talk about it. I go, yeah, I go, but I should not try to sympathize because. Or not that you shouldn't I, try to sympathize, but what you were saying was I, try to give advice for how to overcome whatever he's feeling. Or right, and I don't know how to do that. Yeah. And then, I, you know, I always, one of my <clears throat> tactics in life is I always try to f put my, shoe, my feet in other people's shoes. Yeah. Right? I always try to take my feet put them in somebody's shoes and ask myself, how do they feel? Yeah. Right. How would they feel if I did that to them? Right. How would they, you know, so then I tried to put myself in those shoes and golly, Renee, like I can't imagine living life without you. You don't want to think like that. Yeah. You know, and, and I remember, yeah. I remember my dad saying, I got to go first. I'm dying first. And I go, dad, like chill out. Yeah. And now it's like, man, you know, I just felt so like, and then the sadder part about all of it, which really reminded me of me and you, he has several jokes about his wife. Uh-huh. And that's a big part of his act. So in his act, he goes, my wife the other day. You know what I mean? So he still has to... like Navigate that. Navigate, like, well, how do I continue to talk about my wife, but she's gone? Right. You know? And, and for me... If I were to lose you, I would quit. 
No, I would, you would I would, not. I would no, you would not. I would, I would, I couldn't do it. I would not be able to walk on that no, stage. No, you let you love it too much. It brings you too much joy. I, but I, what am I going to talk about? You will find other things to talk about. Like in that moment, sad when, widowed husband raising kids. Well, like, no, no, but you you know? well, but yeah, like it happens to people, right? You always talk about how your com- your comedy is relatable, oh. and you take the mundane or the everyday. And, I, I don't know. And it's... you're really good at finding the humor in the the crappy stuff. And so when you said that about him, I just thought. How great would it be if at some point he could find a way to to make that relatable and find the humor in it somehow? I don't know. I don't know I how you do I, that. I, but. I just, it was heartbreaking. And then, you know, and, and again, I mean, he's probably 50. Yeah. But it still makes me think about your mom and dad, right? Yeah. And it makes me think now that, I mean, we all know we're going to go, right? Yeah. But... We don't know when we're going to go. Yeah. But the threat of cancer makes you really go, oh, it's a reality that I might end up alone. Yeah. Right? So also to sympathize with your mom and your dad to what they're going through and going, man, like, your mom's so young, dude. Yeah. She's so young and she's, she's, I mean, it's, you know, she has to deal with a lot. Yeah. You know, and it's hard, but, but I was proud of Doug and, and Doug was great this weekend and, and he sent me a really nice message and and he said hey thank you for the weekend and thank you for for hanging out with me and thank you for the jokes and you know yeah. so so I, I like to think that hopefully I was able to help you know he's gonna be with me in um, Virginia Beach yeah when I do Virginia Beach so I you know he's gonna do that one he's gonna do um, Charlotte North Carolina um, he's agreed to do that one when is Charlotte it's um, coming up when is that um, the kids and I have never done Charlotte. That's why I'm asking. Not for a while. I think not for a while. Okay. Um, we've never a great done. Town. I well know, and I know a lot of like a lot of New Yorkers are moving into the Carolinas, and that it's beautiful. So maybe we do that and, one with the and, kids. Um, is it Mia there? Uh, yeah, half and half. She's also in California. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, ultimately, it was it was. Um, I mean, I hope that I was able to provide. I don't know. I I, I know that that. Sitting at home, uh-huh. doing nothing, is got to be way worse than actually being out yeah. at, at a comedy club doing comedy. Yeah. So. Well, I imagine like, you know, they they like talk about the stages of grief, or you know, but I just imagine it must be a roller coaster of emotions. And uh, it's exactly what you said, like where you could see it on his face. I imagine he feels that way too. Like not only could you, like, not only could you see it, you felt it. You yeah. Felt it. You could feel his somberness. You could feel that he was not quite himself. And like as a human, you have to know that's how you feel and that's the energy you're putting off too. So having someone who is willing to hang out with you anyway, you know, right. without without judgment of expecting you or th- without the expectation of you putting on a face. Right. You know? Uh, it was it was a tough one. And But even like this house, Renee, like if I were to lose you, I don't, I'd sell the house. I don't think I could deal with going into that bedroom without you. I don't think I could deal with the reminder every day and all the great memories we've had in this home. Like, yeah, I, you know, and so even Doug was talking but about But then that. you say that and you're like, all the great memories we had in this home, then you sell that. I feel like you hear from a lot of widows, like the opposite. They just want everything to stay the same and they, they don't want to leave 
because but but that's a good their note too. Are attached to that home. That's a good note too. But you do have to move on. You know what I mean? Yeah. You you, you do have to, you know, you you. I don't want to live my life in constant. I just want things to be the same, and this is where me and my wife lived, and, and you know, and the constant reminder. Yeah. You know of of man, this is this was our home. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, I, look, people can, can chime in on the comments, but I, I don't know. I, and, and look, God willing, it doesn't happen to us, right, early and young. Yeah. Um, but here I am talking about something that I don't know what I would do. Yeah. I don't know how I would react. I don't know, I don't know how I would feel about any of it. So here I am talking about hypotheticals because it is so incredibly hard to imagine. Yeah. You know, and, and what that what that looks like and, and how that goes down, right? Yeah. So who knows? But um, well, it sounds like Doug is walking through it with grace. He's a very intelligent guy. Um, again, and, and you know, he, one thing he did tell me, he was like, he's like, I was already grieving and angry while she was alive. Yeah. He's like, it was a. It was a, she is going to pass in the next few months. Yeah. We don't know when. Yeah. So he said that there was, it was the inevitable. So he was already like, I was already losing my wife. Yeah. So he's like, I was already grieving. I was already dealing with the emotions and, and, you know, yeah. all the feelings of, and the reality of, I have to, are you going to cry? Well, no, I mean, I was doing really good and I was trying not to, because I feel like if we haven't had a guest, then it's been Renee crying on the podcast. So That's I was going like, to say, we got to check like, how many, how like, many times Renee's cried on the podcast. But then you're the one, I know I look like a big old crybaby, but then you're the one who brought up this conversation and I'm like, holy how really? We got to do this one. Well, no, I, well, cause it was happening to yeah. me. Yeah. No, I hear you. I was going through it. I was trying to be, um, a good friend, yeah. you know, and, and. I don't know. I, you know, um, again, I, the, one of the reasons I love this podcast is because we, we are able to have this conversation, yeah. me and you, that normally, I don't know if we would have had. Yeah. You know, I don't know if we would have had this conversation. We would have been interrupted by, Mom, can I have this? And Mom, right, I need or, to pee. And, and or <laughs> the busyness of life or whatever, right? And, and yeah. um, I don't know. It, it, it's something worth talking about. Yeah. You know, um, but it was, a, it was a great weekend. Sold out shows, you know, um, on Saturday. Friday was a little light. Friday, uh, uh, late show. Yeah. Um, but the Reds were also on a 12-game winning streak. Oh. And, and again, like here I go to the movies. So, so where the comedy club is, it's beautiful. It's called Liberty Center. Uh -huh. And it's a beautiful outdoor mall. We've been to a million of those in the Midwest, right? Yeah. Um, because summertime, God, it's great. To be out there, right? Yeah. Well, a lot so, of comedy clubs are in this. So I walk, yeah. Venues. So I walk out of the hotel to go to my movie at noon, and there was thousands of people in the lawn outside on the outside patios, live music. Everybody was outside. Yeah. Like hanging out. I walk in the movie. I'm the only person in the movie. No, nobody wants to be indoors. Yeah. Right. So. <laughs> Meanwhile, you were so happy to get a. I'm like, that's what I'm like. When are we gonna travel with you and go someplace that is not 106 degrees? It has been yeah. so unbearably I hot. I love it hot. I love no, it. No, but not like this hot. This is so hot that like me. the kids can't even be out in the afternoon. It doesn't bother that's me. So hot. I'm out there in the yard anyway. It doesn't bother me. It's so hot. The only thing that bothers me is that my grass better not burn. 
That's my only concern. No, our, no, legit. But we talked about heat exhaustion last episode at Garrett's baseball game on Friday. Delilah started to have an episode of like heat exhaustion until we got one of those. Y'all, those cool towels are a lifesaver. Like that perked her back up and brought her back to life. Literally a lifesaver. Yeah. You know. Um, but I do want to give it up for our sponsors because we've been forgetting to do them kind of in the beginning. Yeah. Even though it's not the beginning. Um, Aztec Chevrolet, thank you so much. We got to do a new commercial for them. So I need to get with the guys. Are they over still there. showing the old one? Oh, uh, and we can talk. Yes, they're still showing the old yeah. one. And we can talk about um, Uvalde Chevrolet. So if there's now Goliad has a dealership. Uvalde uh, Chevrolet is Aztec Chevrolet as well. Aztec, so now Texas, you have options. So Aztec Chevrolet, call them first, and then they will put you in touch with with Uvalde. But um, Old Salt Coffee. Yes. Love it, love it, love it. Delicious. Trevino 10 is the code. Put it in there. Get your coffee delivered. Stop going to the grocery store. I will tell you, Renee and I do not go to the grocery store almost ever. I know. Poor Delilah. She loves to go to the Children's Museum and play in the grocery store. And I looked at you. I told you. I was like, it's because we don't go to the grocery store. Ever. <laughs> we do curbside. <laughs> Boom. Curbside. Um, and then, of course, our friends at Pick Cherries. We're so excited uh, to be partners with those guys. And I miss yeah. them. We, need to, we actually need to call... Um, Stu and see how yeah. things are going and, and he's such a, a wonderful man so please support all the things and all the people that support us we haven't seen him because you haven't been in Florida in a while we haven't been in Florida in a while and it's not on the calendar for a bit and life for us Trevino's has gotten pretty chaotic with mm. with summertime with your dad with traveling yeah. you know it, it has become um very very chaotic. i think as we approach like the middle of summer all the parents are starting to feel like okay the children have been home well i was like i'm so looking forward to summer and then all of a sudden garrett's like well i want to play flag football i'm like oh so now i'm the coach at the flag football and i'm like i just want some evenings my favorite part of this house is summer evenings the cool breeze uh, blows through the Some hill country, Texas hill country. Yeah. We get in the pool. We all we're just family. We're having a great time. Um, and now it's like Garrett has something every freaking day. Yeah. So, but it is what it is. Um, other than that, great weekend. Um, you? Yeah. It was good. It was just you know what I um, I <laughs> I was pretty angry <laughs> with you on Friday because I was like Again? we said no we said Garrett was not gonna play football. And now it literally the where they play, Steve. There is no shade, right? There's no shade. And I thought, oh, we're out of football season. I don't need the wagon. I don't need a stroller. Just me, Delilah. You know, we got our sunscreen and our bug spray, our cooler with drinks. We're good. No, I got to go back to taking the wagon with the chairs because the. Did you bring her the neck fan? The neck fans in there? No. Well, I didn't. I just like I was not prepared for that heat and that field without legit no shade like occasionally a breeze would blow through and everyone was like but they played at six o'clock and it was still over a hundred degrees those poor kids I honestly I don't know how the boys don't pass out on the field because we were all under the shade and then the way the sun is going down like the canopies that all the parents did bring that were all huddled under aren't even doing any good I mean it was it was tough it was brutal. I was like, well, why are we playing football in the summer? Well, I mean, look, you know, I want to encourage things that Garrett wants to do. Yeah. Uh, he's, I'm very, very firm on you are not playing tackle football unless you're the quarterback. Yeah. Because nowadays the quarterback's not allowed to be fucking sniffed. Like, it's, they're protected. Yeah. Um, but anyway, 
that's just my feeling because for those of you that don't know and, and you love your kid in football, that's great. And I, I, I encourage you to enjoy I mean, we live in Texas. Whatever football you want. Is a big um, thing. But for me, I broke my back in high school playing football, and it has been a painful life for me. Um, and, it, and to me, it was not worth, yes, I loved it. Yes, I love playing ball. But if you were to ask me broken back for the rest yeah. of your life, and football, I would go, you know what? I will pass on those memories. And I would have focused more on baseball or another sport, you know. Yeah. Um, but you, you love know. it when you talk about it and playing with your friends and like. I loved it. I, you know. Joking about it. Like you loved it. Loved and I, it. I mean, I was good at it. I was a freaking animal out there. I wanted to kill everything and everybody. Yeah. I hit harder than anybody else, pound for pound, because I freaking wanted to kill people. And I loved it. I absolutely love strapping on the helmet. I love. But I, you say that, and I'm like, and you ended up with a back injury. Yep. But even when we're out there at the flag football, and I can smell the grass and the dirt, and Coach Chad has his whistle, and and <laughs> co- dude, I'm coaching. I'm co- I got a clipboard in my hand, you know, and I just like I'm like I love it. I love being out here. I love the clipboard. You know, I can't. I wait. love the clipboard. I have a clipboard, like a real coach. I got a clipboard out there. I'm freaking like with my plays, you know. And and I'm like, coach, what are we doing, Coach Travis? Like, oh, y'all run! Like, football's a completely different energy. At, oh my yeah. gosh, it's completely different than coaching baseball. You know, and I just can't wait for one of the kids to piss me off so I can throw my clipboard, <laughs> like the, like like my high school coaches was. <laughs> God damn it, Trevino! God boy. You're putting out somebody else's fire and your house is burning down, you big dummy. Like, just yelling at me. They would always say that. You're, your house is burning down, boy, and you're putting out somebody else's fire. Stay home. I'm using them all out there with the, co- the kids. I'm using all the phrases and all the football the shit. The kids are probably so confused on the field. What is Mr. Trevino saying? But but I do love it, and, and I did love playing football, and... and that is one of my one of my one of my only heartbreaks was that I didn't get to see I didn't get to play throughout my high school because you got injured because I got hurt yeah. and and there was a these guys were all my friends and we were all like brothers and we we're all very close because we played football together yeah you know every single year and then when I couldn't play with them anymore I could tell that they continued to be that group and then I just kind of I was kind of a wanderer after that like I'd still hang out with those guys but yeah it wasn't the same I you know so I, I do miss that that brotherhood that you know um that I didn't get to see it through and have those those great but memories. as you say that the thing that ran through my mind too is that that's um an important lesson to teach Garrett because we were just talking about this week too how naturally with like him playing baseball and the travel baseball and the time and the commitment that you end up hanging out with those people. And we are very fortunate. We've said that we like have a, a great group of, of parents. Um, but also that like, just because you're on a team, that doesn't mean that those are your en- only friends. You know, I, I agree with that, but it, but it is hard because it, it's a relationship. Yes. Because but you how are now, sad that you put so much value in that are, relationship, no, 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 but you are sharing experiences together. Yeah. Right. You're, 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 you, you share the same experiences. You're, you're, you're sharing the wins and the losses together. Yes. You know, when, when we lost that last tournament and did not win the championship, we came in second, you know, the boys were hugging each other. 
and the boys that were crying and sad and mad, the other boys were sad and mad, but weren't crying, but were hugging on Garrett, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it's just, it's a different, it's, it's but a, wait. it's a, sorry, go ahead. It's a real relationship. Well, but I was going to say, but what you learned from your experience in playing football is that that was not a being communal in a sport was not enough of a relationship binder that but those it still friendships. Was. I mean, you know, look, look how close Kyle and I are. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, anytime I see the Wildcats, man, we go, we go nuts. So I still have that relationship. However, I wanted a stronger bond and a stronger relationship. I didn't get to have that. Yeah. So I do agree with, I understand what you're saying. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, w- you know, we're sitting here talking about, oh my God, it was so hot. Well, remember I was doing two a days in high school, in August, in Corpus Christi, te- uh, Corpus Christi area, Gregory, Portland, in the heat, full pads, full helmet. And you know what I don't remember? What? The heat. I don't remember. The, the heat is not my memory. Yeah. Being out there fucking miserable hot. And back in those days, you know, God forbid somebody said we're thirsty. Yeah. And then the coach would be like, oh, you're thirsty? We're about to be real thirsty. Start running. Right? So, yeah. but But I don't, the memories I remember is the brotherhood. Yeah. The hanging out together. The, the, the bus rides to the games. The yeah. bus rides back. Yeah. The celebrations on the field. I don't. I don't. I don't sit there and go, "Oh God, but it was so fucking hot, and I was miserable." I, I, I know I was, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. So Garrett's gonna remember the wins and the losses and the the camaraderie and the brotherhood. Yeah. More so than the, oh God, it was 106 that summer. He's not gonna remember that. Yeah. He's only gonna remember, man, it was hot. I remember it being hot. Yeah. But, you know, and then you got me and, and the other coaches who all played ball. And we're like, you guys are complaining about heat. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Yes, it's hot. I don't want to hear another word about it. You know, but but again, at the end of the day, it is it is the memories that Garrett is is growing. And I hope I honestly hope that, you know, f- for his entire high school career till he goes to college. Yeah. That these are his really close friends yeah and that they get closer because you know shit we got in a fight every weekend and we knew that that the the wildcats had my back we knew we knew that we were brothers and, we, and so like what's that movie varsity blues it's so varsity blues that's exactly how we grew up you know that. yeah but but i knew that they had my back and they were my brothers and we man we and to this day you know i run into to several friends and they go brother you know and we have that yeah you know thing but you know, I do want Garrett to have really close friends and, and having that conversation too of like, you can't force him to be friends with other kids when they don't have anything in common. Oh, you know no, that, I mean? no, no, that wasn't what I was suggesting. I was just saying that, like you said, you know, there are, there are certain, um, like they say you have different friends based on phases in your life. You know, like when you become a new mom, there's definitely a shift in your friends. Um, just because you, you, you need certain things from your friendships, your, the, you know, what you, that changes. And, um, and I just think that, you know, you did lose some of your friends because you didn't play football anymore. So 
that's not that doesn't always have to be the the release the team does right. not have to be what binds no your sure you know i mean i mean you know tim my cousin who is my best friend and there are other like things brother, that make friends tim played valuable. soccer tim didn't play football yeah you know joey sosa he didn't play football he played soccer very good yeah. friend of mine but I, I think some of the best advice my dad gave me was be nice and friendly to everybody yes no matter who they are yeah no matter where they're from my yeah. dad would always say Having lots of friends mm -hmm. is very valuable. So I was lucky that, man, I was cool with the band. Yeah. I was cool with the drama kids. I was cool with the burnouts. Yes. I was cool with the punks. I was cool with everybody. I agree. So I, agree. I that, like, that, And that's what I'm saying. That's I what I'm saying like, is that. You know, if, if one party fizzled out, I go find another one. <laughs> I know the, I, I know the, ba the band's partying somewhere. Yeah. You know, I'll go find that one. Or, you know, so I was lucky to, I made friends with, with all groups and yes. everybody. And, and that's something that I need to share with Garrett that yeah. you don't have to be best friends with these people, but be nice, be kind. Yeah. You know, and Rocky was like that. You know, you went to high school with Rocky. Yeah. You know, and I, I shared that advice with Rocky and it was funny because, you know, before he got into high school, I told him that I go, man, just be nice to everybody. Be friends with everybody. You'll have more fun. Yeah. Right. And then I remember years later, Rocky goes, dude, I took your advice. I was friends with everybody. Yeah. And I did have more fun because I was able to join any group yeah. and whatever they were doing. And if my group, my, my core group wasn't doing anything, I'll go over here. I'll go there. Right. Yeah. So, you know, we do have to share that uh, advice with Garrett's. And I do, I tell him, you know, Hey, be kind and nice to everybody. And like my dad used to tell me, be a bully only to the bullies. Yeah. He goes, a, a, a true man, a true man stands up and sticks up to bullies. Yeah. He goes, and if you were that man, then you are now the bully of the bullies. And now you let them know the way that you're behaving. I will, I'll bully you because you're bullying him so yeah. that you can learn your lesson. Right. So I always took that advice too, is that I would always stick up for the weaker. Yeah. Cause my dad was like, Oh, you want to be a real man? Then fuck with that guy. <laughs> Not that guy, you know? So yeah. I, I, I've told Garrett that, you know, plenty of times and yeah. I've seen him do it. Yeah. You know, I, I saw him do it here. They were, they were picking on Campbell. And then Garrett was like, you want to pick on somebody? Pick on me. And the dude was like, I'm good. And I'm like, not a boy, you know, but you never know. I mean, you know, you sit there and you say, well, I want to encourage this for my kids or I want to encourage that. And, and as we've learned, all you can do is encourage, you, you just yeah. keep, you just keep navigating. Right. And they, they start finding their way and the things that they, you know, there was a point where I didn't think Garrett was going to play baseball anymore. Yeah. You know, I think two years ago, he was just, he just wasn't that into it. And he was way more into jujitsu. Yeah. You know, and he was already asking me about, I want to go to jujitsu tournaments. I want to do this, that. And I was like, sure. Like, you know, if that's what you want to do. And then now all of a sudden he wakes up and everything is baseball. Yeah. I mean, he wants to watch baseball with me. He wants to play baseball in the yard. He wants a baseball room. I mean, he is everything all the time baseball. Yeah. You know, but again, there was a moment where I thought, he was, and I was okay with that. Yeah. Hey man, if you wanted to start doing, but I always tell him whatever we do, we do it well. Yeah. And we do it 150%. We goes, we're Trevino's, we work hard and we never quit. And that's how we get ahead in life by working hard and never quitting. Yeah. So whatever the fuck we do, we're going to work hard and we ain't going to quit. So I didn't care if he wanted to shift to jujitsu and less baseball or to football, you know, whatever yeah. he wants to do, I'm there to you know but god how funny is your sister 
Why? <laughs> what? When it comes to the topic of kids. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Renee's sister, we've had the pleasure of having her here at the house. It's um, been nice to help her. It's been little breaks for me and stuff with the kids when I just need to kind of run and do something. Oh, or... Rebecca's great. And, and, and she has been um, a wonderful guest. And we're, I, I love having her here. And, you know, they are moving on because they did buy a house. And, yeah. You know, but it was that in-between from getting uh, stationed in Japan to moving back here and then her coming home earlier to be with her family. And so her husband's still in Japan. Yes, but Rebecca, which, by the way, what is her Instagram? Oh, she changed pull it. Up, it. Pull it up. No, it's on private because she's job hunting. Oh, um, well, Rebecca is a professional. She made the pros in uh, bikini fitness model. Yeah. So she is very, very in tune with how to work out and her food, and she's yeah. she's very well. She's she's a physical therapist, but then she also has like, therapy, yes, yeah. but then she also has um, like training certifications too that she got as well just to continue her studies so she's yeah she's very smart when it comes to this and actually she's been helping me look out. i did like training yeah <laughs> she's been she's been helping me out um and my goal she one of the goals she set for me was to drink a gallon of water and motherfucker i'm it's hard i'm getting there um yeah. but uh oh what's the matter wait uh oh oh um so anyway, no, it was just a conversation that, that oh. Chief and I were having, but I thought, I thought something happened. So forgive me again. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, you know, and, and we, man, we don't, you will not find white bread in our home. You yeah. will not find regular chips in our home. We do not have Doritos or Cheetos or any of that. You will not find that in our home. Um, you will not find um, um, dip. You will not find... You know, uh, the, the unhealthy snacks, we really try. It's funny to... because when I hear you, it's healthier than our pantry and our fridge is healthier than the way most we grew up. Yep. I don't even know that I would say, I don't think I would say most people. I think you and I, our grading system is different there. Well, but... no, but we're learning so much. Yeah. Here, here we thought veggie straws were good uh -huh. instead of eating Cheetos, I'll eat veggie straws. Yeah. Right? Oh, we'll, you know, we'll get the baked um, chips versus the other chips. Yeah. And then Rebecca's like, garbage, garbage. <laughs> she, has, she has this fucking An app. app that she's scared. Terrible, terrible, <laughs> terrible. All right. But what's cool about the app, which I thought was fucking awesome, uh -huh. is it'll say, if you like those, here's the, the better version of that. Uh, yes. But, and the particular app, I can't even remember what it's called, but the particular app is on like cleanliness. It's yeah. not like eat this to lose weight. It's not about losing weight. It's it this... is grading food on like uh, preservatives and car known carcinogens and things like that that are in our foods. Anyway, so, you know, and like Garrett, Garrett eats a hamburger on a lettuce bun because that's what we do. Yeah. You know, so Garrett eats pretty healthy, you know, and, and it always blows my mind that, that Garrett will say, I want a donut. I know it's not healthy. So I will eat healthy my next meal. Like he, he at least. Or, or Rebecca told him one time that a can of Sprite is the equivalent of six donuts. And he, for whatever reason, he remembers that factoid. So when he's having donuts or a Sprite, he, you know, but correlates that. But the point I'm trying to make is that Renee and I really try hard to, number one, introduce our kids to new and good foods. Number two, try to keep them healthy. And most of the time it's 
Can I have dino nuggets? Oh, we try, but it's hard. Can I have it's a corn hard. dog? It was you easier know? when we lived in California. I want pizza, right? I in want California, pizza. like kids, kids menus have um, quinoa on them so, and stuff like that. So not, here, not here in Texas. So, so Rebecca, her sister goes, oh, when I have kids, they're only going to eat healthy. And I'm no, like, no, she said they will not just be allowed to go into the pantry like yours because ours... <laughs> Our pantry door is open. There is no lock. And Renee and I just looked at each other. I like, actually have the stuff for the kids on the lower shelf so they can reach it themselves <laughs> and they don't even have to ask. Dude, Renee and I were like, good luck, motherfucker. Good luck. <laughs> All the shit Renee and I said that we wouldn't do. Oh, we're not doing this and we're not doing that. And Oh, man, it is it is hard. And she is she is in for a... Uh, <laughs> but, it, but it has been a good reminder, too. Like, I remember going off to college and going to school with girls who, like, really had healthy eating habits and knew how to eat. And I just, like, no one ever told me that or no one ever bothered to explain that to me and being like, how come no one did that? Dude, when I was growing that? up, having, literally having a Coke and Cheetos was a snack. You know, you'd go to the convenience store and my dad would go, yeah. hey, get a snack. And i go, great. Cheetos, a Coke. I'm nine years old, drinking a fucking Coke. And killing a bag of Cheetos. Yeah. Because we didn't know any better. Yeah. Which which later on you realize that, God, man, it makes it so hard as you get older to break. To break those, those habits. habits. That's what I mean. So I feel like it is. It is a good reminder. I mean, yes, like, I'm okay dude, with the even, kids going in the pantry. But. Even the smell of McDonald's is nostalgic for me. Oh, no. Today your sister picked up Whataburger for breakfast and I hadn't had a chance to eat yet. And I walked in and I was like, oh, my God, it smells like Whataburger. It smells so good. But the taste of McDonald's and Whataburger is a nostalgic feeling. Oh, for sure. The it McDonald's French fries, the yes, skinny, salty remind, French fries, absolutely. It reminds me of being a kid. Absolutely. And, you know, and it, it's that like, oh, I do eat this, you know. But anyway, so we, I don't want to make this podcast too long for, for our friend Rick, but we love you guys, man. Thank you for the continued support. We, yes. We oh, my gosh. The, I quickly read the comments from last week's episode, and everyone was so, so sweet and loving and supportive. Oh, so from the bottom oh. of my heart, thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, and, and very quickly, um, to make this a longer podcast, <laughs> uh, I did want to address one of the comments because, you know, I, I, again, I knew somebody was going to get upset Uh-oh, when what, I said I the see? Father's Day thing where I said, I said, ladies, stop trying to take Father's Day, right? Uh-huh. So then a woman said, well, what about if you have kids and your your spouse died Uh and I'm left with the kids, am I a father too, right? So my answer to that is that, that yes, if you are a single mother raising children, you sometimes have to put the dad hat on and teach those skills that you know are missing. Yeah. Right? Um, So that, yes, so that means that yes, you do have to go, hey, I have to raise these kids. How would my husband or a father handle this situation? Right. And put that hat on. Still does not mean that you're hijacking Father's Day. Does that make sense? You are still a mother having to put on. Yeah. You know, and, and the same with me. If, if, if I were not to have you and I'm raising these kids alone, I would have to think, oh, how would my wife, a female, handle this situation Versus just this situation. Yeah. Right? So you do have to be intelligent enough to try to wear both hats. Yeah. Right? So, and, and to any, any single mom out there, I've said it before, I have the utmost respect. I do. For any single mother that makes it on her own, raises good kids. Military moms. Goes to work. Husbands gone I mean, for long stretches of time. Nothing but respect. Yeah. Because 
when I am left alone with the kids and you're left alone with the kids, it is triple as hard. It is not double as hard. It is triple as hard. So any single mom out there raising children, God bless you and you're amazing and good for you. And I have the utmost respect for you, especially the moms that are raising kids without any, any parents in any, any husband in the, um, in the picture. Yeah. And when I say that, like not receiving child support, doing it, you know, paying the bills on your own, taking care of the kids on the, I have the utmost respect for you as a single mom. Same for single dads. Yes. You're doing it alone. So uh, I just want to do address her and, and tell her that, you know, I do have the utmost respect for her. And yes, in your case, you do have to wear the, the, the dad hat still doesn't make you a dad. Uh, I think, I don't know if we're talking about the same comment, but I'm like, I think I read the same comment and I don't think that's what she meant. I think she meant, if we're talking about the same comment, I thought, I think she meant because you always give like such great dad advice. I took it as she was asking like, Hey, what's your advice for those of us who the dad is, is not in the picture and there is no grandpa to fill in that. So role. That's, that's my we, advice. How do we raise these? How do I raise this child to be a good man? And, and that's exactly what I yeah. answered, I think, is, yeah. is that is it sometimes you have to put on the other person's hat. Yeah. Right? And approach things from the other person's hat. And you have to say, okay, I've got a son. There are things. You know, it's like Rick said, I didn't know how to swing a hammer. You know, and I, I do things specifically to teach a lesson. Yeah. You know, I don't have chickens because... I want chickens. I have chickens because that is my way of giving Garrett some real responsibility. Yeah. Right. And to take care of these animals and to, hey, you have to go out there. I just took him and our neighbor, little girl next door that uh, comes, has chickens in the coop too. I took him for Froyo yesterday. 64 ounces. Uh, I took him for Froyo yesterday and the bet was who, whoever did not finish their cup of Froyo was going to have to clean the coop for two weeks. So that's to clean it. (laughs) Garrett served himself way too much Froyo after I told him not to and she beat him. That's awesome. She's such a uh, cool girl, man. We're so lucky to have great neighbors. Uh, With that being said, we love you guys. Thank you so much. and, And you should be drinking water. I know. I finished mine in here, but yes, I need more water. Love you guys. Till next time.